Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief, the WWE wants how many people at WrestleMania? Kenny Omega talks the revolution pyro botch. We give you our impact sacrifice predictions. We recap NXT UK and we preview SmackDown. But first, Andrade wants out of the WWE? Not shocking. Larson, what's in the news? So, uh, you know, Andrade. Yeah, I know Andrade. Uh, he has been on WBTV in several months, I believe since October. What the heck? And uh, this morning, there was a lot of speculation about his future with mm-hmm. WWE after he changed his Twitter handle from mm-hmm. Andrade CN WWE mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Andrade El Idolo, mm-hmm. um, as well as posting the following on Instagram, quote, if you don't like where you are, move. You're not a tree. Great weekend. What a great number one. What a great phrase. And he's he's like he's roaming through the neighborhood <laughs> in his sick denim jacket, matching denim ripped jeans, some awesome looking imported boots yeah. and uh, and a pretty sick gold chain with some uh, matching gold, like a giant ring. A nice Rolex and some flashy sunglasses just rolling down the neighborhood. Uh, they got a lot of conversation going on the Twitters, and then Wrestling Inc. reported, quote, Andrade asked for his release while at the Raw taping this past Monday night. There is no word yet on if the release will be granted. Uh, Andrade is still listed, listed as a member of the WB Raw roster as of this writing. Uh, you know, you got him. You got Aleister Black. Uh, you know, the two, two of many NXT call-ups, world of potential. Mm-hmm. Just just skilled, yep. talented, yep. off the charts, levels of talent, in-ring, on the mic, presence, charisma yeah. that they have done absolutely nothing with yeah. for whatever reason. It's garbage. And it's, it's, it's a bummer because, you know, especially in the case of Andrade, like Aleister Black, dude could be a huge star and can make a ton of money for your company. Yeah. They just don't do anything with them. You know I don't what's get funny? It. Is that when you talk about NXT having <clears throat> basically Triple H knows one form of babyface, and that's a generic badass. Raw and SmackDown, they don't have that at all. There are no like, oh, I'm just regular straight MMA guy. Like they if they bring in a guy like Riddle. What do they do? They turn him into a clown act. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheamus is a badass, but he's the Celtic warrior. You know, he's got. I mean, the closest thing to to face badass is Drew. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but like I don't know, he's even kind of over the. T- he's not like generic. He's not like just oh, I want to be MMA guy, which is so much of of what NXT is. Mm-hmm. And you know, Andrade more Alistair Black. You know, especially if you look at his little workout videos in his garage on his Instagram that he used to post. He's kind of I think on Dark since then. Um, you know, it's a lot of that. Like you could you could you have none of those on Raw or Smack or SmackDown. Just do that. Just do that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You got two of these awesome, awesome wrestlers, awesome personalities, huge success. You've, you've seen the blueprint in NXT mm-hmm. and it is mind boggling that they don't do anything with either of these guys. Um, hopefully they end up landing somewhere. I mean, but you know, I don't know. Have them invade NXT as some sort of, you know, I don't know. Like a, like a, the opposite of uh, retribution, you know, yeah. the faction, yeah. you know. It's it's mm-hmm. a group of rather than someone who feel like they've been uh, passed over, looked uh, looked over, trying to make a name, uh, say, oh, we had a great success in NXT. They're not letting us come back mm-hmm. to yeah. where we were most successful. We're just going to do it anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, that's that's mind boggling. Also, what's mind boggling? WWE thinking that they can put on some super spreader events coming April. Follow the announcements this past Monday. The tickets for WrestleMania 37 were going on sale this upcoming Tuesday, March 16th. The next question about this year's showcase of the Immortals was, how many fans were going to be there? In this week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer may have the answer, and it's astronomical. He said this, a few months ago, the hope, the hope, and now keep in mind, for context's sake, the Super Bowl had 25,000. 22. 22. 22, thank you. 30% Uh, of of the venue's capacity. He said this a few months ago, the hope was to put 30,000 in the stadium. But based on a meeting this past week, it looks like the goal now is 45,000 each night. On March 10th, the city of Tampa had a meeting with some local hotels, and the hotels were told that WWE is pushing to run Raymond James capacity on April 10th and 11th at 75% capacity. 75% capacity. The capacity for WrestleMania with the stage would have been 60,000, which is where the 45,000 comes from. Uh, that's Oof. that's a ton of people. I mean, I hope. That's let's a lot. see. That's it's, twice as many as the Super Bowl. Twice that's as many. a month out. And uh, just last night, uh, uh, President uh, Joe Biden uh, asked the states to consider allowing the vaccine for everybody, for all adults, um, uh, starting no later May, than May 1st. 1st. Yeah, no later than May 1st. Yeah. So. I, I don't know, man. I, you know, I know, I know there's been a lot of good news with stuff and the vaccinations going well and hesitancy is, is dropping and that's great and everything. Uh, but, and honestly, it's not even, it's not even just like WWE, like so many, so many, you know, uh, states, localities, principalities, you know, organizations are just looking to run before we walk Hopefully Mm -hmm. this isn't a massive disaster. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, hopefully that hopefully this doesn't turn into a big I mean, I don't know. dude. I don't know how to feel about like, are they going to be packing people like when they're ringside? Are they going to like have like spaces between them? I would be surprised if they're trying to get 45,000 in there. Like how much space can you have? I mean, it's seventy five percent. You can't have like a person between each per. You can't have a person space between each person. No. So, I mean, all I all I suggest well, is if you're, if you're looking they, to go to WrestleMania, maybe get that vaccine first. Yeah, and, and double mask maybe. Um, yeah. uh, you know, what they could do is sell them in groups 
mm-hmm. you know, whether it be two, four, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then have uh, a seat or two empty between those groups. Yeah. So you're not like person, seat, person, seat. You're having four seats filled, two empty, something like that. I don't know what the, the, the ratio would work out to to equal 75, 75% capacity. But you like to hope, even if they're trying to jam that many people in the venue, that they would uh, uh, follow some basic social distancing uh, measures. It's just like the, 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 the hubris, the arrogance of the WWE saying, oh, we get to be the ones who now can be well, you know can be the ones to do this to be fair uh, oh yeah, Texas yeah rangers their home opener is about a week earlier and they're uh, they're gonna willing to sell the f- whole place out like forty thousand. Right. there won't be any social distance distancing then all right well we'll see how that all works uh moving on here uh yeah Kenny something that didn't make- work uh, yeah. the bomber revolution <laughs> yeah uh so this week's wrestling observer newsletter melser Got a statement from the cleaner, Kenny Omega, about the Bosch explosion at the conclusion of Revolutions. This is what Kenny said. Quote, yeah, I was really deflating to do so much preparation, test the explosions, have them be impressive in the rehearsal, and then have it be something so much different than what was promised. It made me appreciate everyone who worked hard and did their part even more, though. But like you said, we really wanted to have a good one. We added real barbed wire to help with the feeling of danger, so we really risked a lot. Again, I love the match. Glad we did it. Sucks about the finale. Uh, Milser adds one other point here in the newsletter. Quote, the finish was tested out multiple times and it worked great every time. Then the time it counted, it didn't. Mm. Anyone who has dealt with Pyro knows there are duds and the wrestlers didn't have the backup plan. Tested multiple times? I would have figured, I mean, this is just my pure speculation that like testing would just cost a lot more money because like you're basically, you know... You got to use the gun. I mean, it would. <laughs> I mean, it would. That's that's instead of just one one explosive. You have to make it's two, three, or four. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. So, but I wonder if the pyro companies sort of account for that. They're like, well, yeah, we test them first. That's why you're paying X number dollars for. I mean, do they say, hey, here's here's your packages. You can have you know, hope it works out with no testing, yeah. or then a little bit of an upgrade for more gunpowder. Uh, for uh, you know, yeah, you get tested a couple times. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. If we ever start a pyro company, we'll maybe we'll offer those we'll packages. To, we'll to look into that with this package, whether you want just to uh, fly by the seat of your pants package or mm-hmm. and hope for the best or, you know, hey, let's be prepared. But there's got to be in the fine print. Hey, yeah. duds, hey, duds happen, you know. Duds happen. Sorry. Uh, before we continue with our impact sacrifice predictions, I want to ask you guys to hit that subscribe button and uh, leave us a comment below for engagement on YouTube. Uh, yes, let's talk about <laughs> impact sacrifice predictions because uh, that's coming up. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. The numbers don't lie. Is coming up this coming Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 yes. p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing our watch along with mm-hmm. the Enforcer. So, of mm-hmm. course, the trio's title is going to be on the line. My trio's title is going to be on As the line. Is. Your impact title is going to be on the line. Somewhere back there. Yeah. My, my, trio's t- my trio's title is also somewhere back yeah, there. I've not picked it up there. yet. They're all back there. All the belts are back there. Uh, so the first match I got here is the is between the Decay, I believe it's Crazy Steve and Black Taurus taking on Reno Scum. Now it's, Reno Scum is a really good tag team. Uh, yeah, been they're lucky great. enough to watch watch them live here in the NorCal area a few times. They're fantastic. However, at Impact, they didn't really win. Yeah, true. unfortunately, true. Uh, the so uh, the the, the Decay is totally winning this. Yeah, uh, six confidence points. Oh, same here. Same confidence right. points for me. Six. Very well. Yeah. Six. Next, uh, Havoc and Nevaeh taking on Tennille Dashwood and Caleb. Steve, mm-hmm. who do you got? 
Uh, I, you know, I think they're they're getting Havoc and Nevea on road to challenging for the tag titles. Uh, Tanil Dashwood, as you pointed out before, cameras roll, and she's been winning a bit lately. But come on, this has all the markings of uh, what we saw, kind of in NXT UK this week, which I'll get to in a bit, mm-hmm. uh, where Caleb Conley is going to eat this pin. Havoc and Nevea are going to win, and I have got four confidence points on this. Exact same. Exact same. Next, uh, Chris Saban and James Storm taking on Diener and the Confused Cowboy, Joe Doring. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of three matches that I it could really go either way. Um, yeah. Let's see how we let's so, see how because so, we have we have so to Jake's, separate at some point on these. According to Wikipedia, Jake something is going to accompany uh, Saban and Storm ringside. Eric Young, of course, the auteur, the provocateur. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Coming ringside with Diener mm-hmm. and Joe Doring. You got to think they're all going to get involved in some capacity. Yeah. I'm going to go with Saban and Storm. I really have no rationale behind it other than that's just what my gut is telling me. I only have three confidence points. Don't feel great about it, but that's that's where I'm leaning. Saban and Storm. Okay. Can I suggest this really quick? Right. In case you and I are on the same page the entire time, I will volunteer I will volunteer to change one of my picks. Okay. I'll take the risk because you're the title holder, but Champion I would advantage. I would like to have some amount of, I mean, I know with confidence points, you're a little bit off of me, but still uh, I've got Saban and Storm also with two confidence points. Um, so we're a little bit off on confidence points. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess if this goes the other way, then, you know, you'll be, you'll be, I mean, there's no reason to believe that we, that we're going to get all these right. So yeah. maybe I won't change anything. I mean, we, we kind of barely watch Impact, so, you know. <laughs> uh, next, for the X Division title, TJP, who seemed pretty uh, full of, of hubris mm-hmm. um, in a, a Swingers Lounge, or Swingers Palace, sorry, this past Tuesday. Uh, Ace Austin, he's challenging for the X Division title, fresh off a loss to Chris Bay. Uh, I, don't know, I kind of feel like TJP, too full of himself at this point. Uh, he's primed for a loss. They seem to, to to pass that X Division title around quite a bit. TJP's had it for a little bit. Get that belt on Ace Austin. He's he's pretty damn fantastic. Ace Austin, one confidence point. Okay, so I have Ace Austin with one <laughs> confidence point as well. Um, I, this is I, look, here. Here's the thing. I kind of feel like TJP is going to hold on to this title. Mm. I have a really hard time betting anything on that guy. Because I just don't like him. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Re- so I'm rooting for, but I only have one confidence point in Ace Austin. I kind of feel like he's not gonna win. But if he does, it wouldn't shock me mm-hmm. because I think it's not like a lock. Um. And uh, and I, I really want to see Ace Austin win this. Uh. But I if if I if if TJP seemed like a swell guy, I would probably vote for. I would probably change my I'd change my pick here. But I'm going for Ace Austin, one confidence now, if, point. Now, if TJP were wrestling as Manic, I might feel a little different about things. Oh, However, yeah. he's not. Yeah. Okay. Therefore, Ace Austin, one confidence point. Next, uh, a hold harmless match. I guess it's like a no DQ match, essentially. Uh, Ed Edwards, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Take it, taking on the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. Who do you got, Steve? Well, it's hold harmless, which means they can do whatever they want. Usually, that would benefit a guy like Ed Edwards. But yeah. as we saw... Brian Myers would have won that match the other day had it been a hold harmless match because he tried to cheat using the the, the loaded elbow. So 
Given that Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, I think is sort of the story that they want to tell going forward. Brian Myers needs the momentum. I've got three confidence points on the most professional wrestler. I have two confidence points on the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Next for the knockouts tag titles, uh, uh, Tasha Steeles, Kira Hogan taking on Jordan Grace in jazz. Uh, the Steeles and Hogan just won these titles. It would be weird if they lost them already. Uh, 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 Jazz uh, pinned uh, uh, Tasha Steeles last week on Impact. Uh, Therefore, math dictates tag champs retain. I got Steeles and Hogan holding on those belts. Five confidence points. This is Impact, and they could do weird things sometimes. Like, they do not adhere to math. Like, I'd like the math on their math, to be honest with you. So I think that Jazz and, and and Grace could pick this up, but I don't think they're gonna because normal pro wrestling logic dictates that St- uh, Tasha Steeles and Kara Hogan win. I got five confidence points on them. Yeah, this wouldn't shock me if it went the other way though because it's Impact. Yeah, I know. Impact kind of exists outside typical pro wrestling math. All right, I do. Uh, Impact tag champion uh, match: the Good Brothers, the Devil Dogs. Taking on Finn Juice, no doubt about this one. Good Brothers, seven confidence points. Same, Good Brothers, seven confidence points. Not a chance in hell. If anything, if anything, they just need to slip Juice. Uh, say, hey, brother, here's a little a shot of protein juice, and he's like, oh, really? You're like, mm, that tastes like bourbon. It is bourbon. And it is like, bourbon. Oh. It's protein bourbon. He eats the um, pen, yeah, yeah. And then finally, uh, of course, we're not going to do predictions for the main event itself: Moose versus Rich Swan, title versus title, because I, I had I had to finish that spoiled for me. So, yeah, um, it wouldn't be fair uh, for me with that knowledge to try to uh, do predictions for that. Um, so we're just not going to do it. You know that I know. Enforcer knows that I know. Uh, so we're just going to take it off the table. So our, our, for our for us, for our predictions, the main event, Deanna Parazzo versus ODB. Uh, it's Deanna, eight confidence points. Eight confidence points for me as well for Deanna Perazzo. She is the standard. And yeah, like you said, uh, well, with the, you know, this has already been taped. Like, uh, either of us literally could have like looked at these results, but we're men of honor, Larson. That I hope, are. I and really hope, I hope the enforcer spoiled this for him and he got like, he like gets all of his perfect. he even has like match finishes he's like hey guys do i get extra credit if i get match finishes like i don't know ed force i've been pretty damn impressed (laughs) anyways so yeah hopefully he'll do a video for his impact predictions as well uh so that's going to be for the trios title and of course between me and larson the impact title is going to be on the line Uh, i mean dude it looks like it's all going to come down to like uh, those uh, Saban Storm, Ace Austin. No, we both have that. Saban Storm and, and Brian Myers in terms yeah. of if those matches don't go the way you we wanna, think they're going to go. Do you want to roll the dice and change one of those? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. We'll we'll put the entire thing on. Uh, we'll put the entire thing on uh, Diener and Joe Doring. <laughs> okay. I, I because I feel like I do feel like they're trying to make them into a big stable into a big deal. And Saban Storm, for all the successes they've had lately, they're a thrown together tag team. So, like, yeah. I do, I legitimately have the lowest number of confidence points that doesn't involve the X Division title because that's a principal bet um, on this match because I do okay. feel like it could legitimately go, yeah, it could either, go either way. way. It could go either way. Put totally. me down for Deaner and Joe Doring so that we can make Two it a little bit points. more interesting here, Done. but I am taking the risk here. 
Done. All right. Done. Sounds good. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely hold appreciate on, hold it. Hold on. There's a. You want to oh, talk NXT? Oh, man. That's right. I forgot. UK? I watched NXT. I'm not going to. Yeah, I can't. I can't I stop actually, now. I actually watched a good chunk of it, too, this morning. I didn't get a chance to finish it, Whoa, but I watched a good chunk awesome. of it. Awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, let's talk about this, man. I'm glad that you watched a chunk of it because you probably caught Tyler Bate versus Dave Mastiff. Yeah, that was in, good. In, in the Heritage Cup English rule, Heritage Rules uh, uh, match. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, round one. A friendly round with Mastiff trying to use his strength and Bate cleverly getting out of predicaments with his own strength. He's very mm-hmm. deceptively so he's got those trunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, things yeah, get huge, a, thick legs, big, thick trunks uh, uh, for a big, strong boy. Things get a bit chippy at the end of the first round. However, nobody gets a pinfall. We're tied zero zero going into round two, Larson. Correct. I didn't take any notes, so I just watched it. Not a problem at all. Round two, Tyler Bate. <laughs> that awesome sunset flip over yeah, that Mastiff. Was that, was that was great. great. Catches him on the pin for three. Mastiff sort of laughs it off, but Tyler Bate gets the advantage going into round three. One oh. Round three seeds them getting things getting a little chippier. They're trading some shots, which of course is to Mastiff's advantage. Yep. Bate Bate gets a little bit reckless trying to outpower Mastiff. He gets him on his shoulders. But Mastiff is able to counter that into a crucifix pin for three. We are tied one to one. One one. Heading to the fourth round. Fourth round. Four. Fourth uh, round. No we got falls. Nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing going on there. Uh, we got Tyler Bate trying for a head scissors. Mastiff catches him. Give him a big power bomb for two. On the outside, he throws Tyler around into the barricades quite yeah. a bit. Tyler barely beats the ten count. Mastiff immediately goes for a big senton for two, tries for a couple pins, but time runs out, mm-hmm. and we're still tied going into round five. Mastiff isn't fucking around here, though, Larson. He's got clubbing blows for Tyler Bate. Bate's on the ropes, metaphorically. He tries for a German, German suplex, can't hit it. Instead, Massive throws him in the corner. Bate just collapses. Mastiff hits a German suplex, tries for a cannonball, but Bate counters with like a flipping heel kick. Uh, Bate mm-hmm. gets Mastiff up and spins him around, gives him a hard right, goes up top and hits a twisting senton for three and yep. the win, two to one for Tyler Bate. It's a fun match. Real After fun. that, we had Jack Morgan Webster and Mark and Andrews versus uh, Williams and Jordan in a video hype package. Uh, After that, uh, you call him Jack Morgan Webster? Yeah, dude, because he's Jack now. So oh, I call gotcha. him Jack yeah. Morgan Webster. You yeah. know what he should do? Because his name is Flash Morgan Webster. His initials are FMW. He should become a new deathmatch guy. He, <laughs> he should. should be like the uh, Atsushi Onita of he NXT should. UK. That'd be great. Anyways, uh, after that, we had a little video of uh, Valkyrie talking to a mirror where, of course, herself appears saying you're holding me back man so she's in her own head oh wow she stopped holding herself back pretty deep stuff there larson yeah uh yeah. after that we have the young upstart danny jones versus mm-hmm. teo man from mm-hmm. turkey from turkland turkey and well, he's, uh, the, he's from berlin oh but he's of turkish ancestry i think right correct yes okay right uh so anyways danny jones puts up a pretty decent fight they yeah. trade some blows teo man gives him a huge sliding punch uh, to an already down Jones takes control. He gets the win. He hits a double stomp to the back of Danny Jones and then follows that up with a cross face. Yep. And uh, Danny Jones pretty quickly taps yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, after that, Zaya Brookside uh, has basically <laughs> trashed her hotel room. Uh, and so she gets Nina Samuels in to clean it up. And uh, and then uh, then Nina Samuels, after she hand washes some dishes because the dishwasher's going, she looks in there and she notices that. There's only one dish. There's a bowl in there. 
as she put. So, wow, what a piece of shit that Zia Brookside is, Larson. Well, it's definitely pretty wasteful to run the dishwasher with only one dish in there. This was my favorite part. So, Eddie Dennis. Eddie Dennis, oh gosh. Eddie Dennis, of course. Him being uh, the manager for this band of misfits that he has. Two men who I don't think can actually talk. Primate and Wild Boar. Uh, of course, they lost in that street fight because uh, a primate separated himself from the pack. Yeah. And Eddie Dennis, not happy about this, very wonderfully filmed behind like a chain link fence. He like they're animals behind the fence. And Eddie Dennis is their animal keeper. And he's like, oh, primate, you did the wrong thing. You separated from the pack. And we suffered the consequences. And, of course, he's referring to that street fight. And they show clips of Eddie yeah, Dennis show clips, yeah. taking yeah. a licking from those uh, from those kendo sticks there from Jack Morgan Webster, uh, FMW, and Mark Andrews. And so uh, he's like, and now you have to suffer the consequences. And so new member of the pack, Tyson T-Bone, who is a bit animalistic in his own way, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but he's in great shape these days. Like, he yeah, is... Yeah. He's in really good shape these he days. Yes. So the idea is Tyson T Bone and Wild Boar like eat primate or something because they sort of like pull him back and it's all stylized and stuff. Eddie, Eddie Dennis is like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> After that, we had a promo from Amale, uh, who is the first NXT UK French signee. She says, Ricky Booby, I have blessed this company with hope. I want more attention. She sounds like Jean Girard from. Uh, Talladega Knights. The French gave you democracy, the menage à toi, and the, uh, what was the other thing? I forget. I think he might have said blowjobs. Anyways, um, Gallus at the pool hall. I could I could watch a whole movie of these guys. Yeah, so they're, I mean, they're they're like they're they're very mumbly in the pool hall. A little mumbly. Pub. It's like mumblecore. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, they're uh, they're figuring out. That it's an empty pool hall for one thing. So they cleared out the pool hall. They're figuring out, they're trying to figure out, wrap their heads around why Gallus boys aren't on top. And they they need to figure out now how to get Gallus boys on top. Mm -hmm. That's the crux of this. That's the whole thing, yeah. They have to they have to wrap their heads around that one. Although, has Joe Coffey really ever actually been on top? He's challenged to be on top several times. Yeah, but they no, he's never actually been on top. I mean, the uh, Mark and Wolfgang were tag champs for. Oh, Australia. they were big time on top. Yeah, yeah, they were like for like a year for through yeah. most of COVID. Yeah. So uh, after that, we had FMW and Mark Andrews versus uh, Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams. So I missed. I I think I missed some of the storyline between Amir and Kenny Williams. How I guess Kenny Williams had been cheating, and Amir thought he set him straight. And yeah. so in this latest round of matches, Kenny Williams had been on the sly winning, cheating. Yeah. Uh, and Amir didn't know. Well, here it all comes to a head. In the end, Williams ends up picking up the win, but he does so uh, with a low blow, sort of a sneaky low blow at, when the yeah. ref wasn't, you know, the ref was distracted because it was kind of a semi-ref. Yeah, bump. yeah. He got he got pushed. Uh, uh, it was a flash, I believe, right? Pushed Kenny mm-hmm. into the corner mm-hmm. uh, with the ref in the corner. So you could see when Kenny did the low blow. The, the kick, yeah, and they hit his finish, and Amir's like, why? I mean, he's, he's straight up saying right there with the ref, why are you cheating? Yeah. You told, me they, you told me you weren't cheating anymore. Yeah, and the ref's like, cheating? I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. It's like, geez, but, Amir. Why do you go to the tape? If go I didn't tape. see it, well, yeah, the ref said, hey, if I didn't see it, it didn't happen, dude. Why, yeah. are you, why are you such a square, man? That's what Williams, he said, look, dude, 
who got the win? We did. Do you want the yeah. tag titles or not? Gee whiz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Ilya Dragunov package where he's going to speak next week. Maybe mm-hmm. he's going to go see some anger management. Uh, maybe he's going to go through some of that, some therapy, because he's he doesn't like to. I hope that he speaks and then Gradwell comes back out and says, Soviet baby. Uh, after that, we had a really lovely package with Trent Seven. He's finding out he's working really hard. He's a big, strong boy. Finding out that the weigh-in is going to be live on the bump, and he's really jazzed about that. Uh, he's never worked this hard before. And right as he talks about feeling alone, you see him you know, struggling to get uh, the weights up. Uh, the, 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 the bench the, press, right? The bench press, yeah. And then big, strong boy Tyler Bate comes and he spots him. He's Aww. behind him and he helps him out. And I honestly, I got like a really warm spot in my heart. I was like, Aww. oh, this is such a nice thing. And Tyler Bates all smiley and stuff. And he's like, you know, but I haven't found alone. He, he keeps motivated. So there's all this. And Tyler Bates like, oh, couldn't really hear what they were saying. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, it was a really nice little moment there with Trent Aww, Seven. That's amazing. Did you see this next thing? What's your thoughts on this? Ben Carter uh, is now... Nathan I didn't see it, but Fraser. I saw they changed his name. I don't know why. Why they changed his name? Well, I figured, dude, if they were going to change his name. So, okay, so Ben Carter, not the most exciting name in the world. I mean, neither was Shawn Michaels. Um, but Nathan Fraser, I'm sure there's some etymology here. I'm sure there's an origin of why yeah, he chose so. Nathan you'd and Fraser. So. Yeah. But it's not the most exciting name either. No. I mean, it has a Z in it, which is cool. Yeah, Zs are neat. But, like, it doesn't really seem like... Ben Carter sounds like a Michael Caine role. I know. You know? I know. Oh, I know. get Carter. Ben Carter. Ben Ben Carter. Well, the only job is to blow the bloody doors off. Um, yeah, so... But his new ring gear looks great. I oh, mean, yeah. that is kind of a cool thing with WWE versus AEW. AEW, they probably just would have just had him keep on keeping on. At least with this, it's like maybe it's a way to establish, hey... The loss against Jordan Devlin, that was Ben Carter. This yeah. is now Nathan Fraser. This is reinvention now, yes. Clean slate. Now I'm Calabac yeah. 2.0. Yeah. Um, his ring gear does look much more professional right. like than his other gear. Like it's mm-hmm. Instead of white, it's black, and it's like really high-quality stuff. Has some cool like sort of logos on it. Oh, um, cool. So he looks like a million bucks. He seems to be really into it. You know, he says, with a new... Attitude. There's a new, new name attitude. or something like that. Yeah, he's yeah. got a new attitude. Huh? He's got a attitude no longer fun loving. He has a new attitude. He's got a new attitude. Now he's going to be generic badass guy. He's like, I'm ready for <laughs> NXT Prime. Uh, speaking of which, Walter makes a statement next week. I wonder what he's going to say. Hey, old man Champa, you're only 25. How dare you? I don't know what he's gonna say. Oh, no. Uh after that we had our main event, which was Jack Stars and Piper Niven versus Joseph Connors and Ginny in mixed tag action. I was kind of surprised. I figured that uh the Ginny and Joe Connors would get the pin on Jack Stars here, but I'm assuming this was so Piper Niven could directly get a pin over Joseph Connors, who's really been sticking it to her, calling her a commoner and rude things like that because she ended up giving Connors in the end a Piper driver, and then she press-slammed Stars onto Joe Connors to give him, Jack Stars, the pin here, which might be a first for him in NXT UK. So it's cool for him. Good babyface win here. Maybe that means, uh, I don't know what it means. I mean, I think Piper's going to eventually get this win over Jenny when they have a singles match. Mm -hmm. 
so yeah, I don't know. It's good stuff though. Yeah, solid episode. Yeah. Check out yeah. NXT UK. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, we got a SmackDown tonight. Three segments announced. First, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns Universal Championship contract signing for Fastlane. That'll be good. Yes. Well, I just uh, talked a lot, so you talk about this. All right, fair enough. Bianca Belair and SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks to appear on the KO show. Oh, that's oh, that's very good. And then finally, Intercontinental Champion Big E returns. Oh, nice. Very good. All right. We get to hear him. I wonder what he's going to say about Apollo's new attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that'll be interesting. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.